Welcome to the Football Bloody Hell podcast, a retro football podcast full of nostalgia, memories and recollections of when football was just a little bit better. This podcast is sponsored by the Football Bloody Hell Shop, the perfect place to get iconic retro posters of all your favorite football legends. Head over to the Football Bloody Hell Shop to find your perfect poster. In this podcast, we go back to when English football was banned from Europe and the FA needed a way to fill the gap. We hope you enjoy this podcast and please do share it with all your retro football loving friends. If you like it, please do leave a review so we can climb the league table. It helps more people like you find us. In the wilderness, how we replaced European football. What with the expanded Champions League, the two Europa competitions and the lingering bad smell that is the European Super League, it is hard to imagine European competitions without English clubs involved these days. But back in the late 1980s and early 1990s, that's exactly where we were at. The 1985 Hazel Stadium disaster which saw the death of 39 people and more than 600 injuries led to the banning of English clubs from European competitions for five years, with Liverpool, whose supporters were involved in the Hazel tragedy, being banned for a further year. The Full Members' Cup This meant gaps in the English football calendar, and as Peter Collins wrote in When Saturday Comes, football chairmen abhor a vacuum, and it didn't take them long to fill it. In time for the start of the 1985-86 season, they teamed up with the Football League to create a new competition, the Full Members' Cup, later to become the CMOD Cup and the Zenith Data Systems Cup, through sponsorship deals. All members of the first division, apart from the six clubs that would have competed in Europe who were invited to enter the newly formed English Super Cup instead, and the second division were invited to enter the competition, all members of the Football League with full voting rights, hence the competition's name. The competition was modelled on the Associate Members' Cup which the Football League had launched the season before for clubs in the bottom two divisions. The competition lasted for seven years until the European ban was lifted in full, but ultimately it was the formation of the Premier League that saw it off. The 1985-86 Full Members' Cup wasn't particularly popular. Probably due to the absence of the clubs that entered the English Super Cup, Everton, Liverpool, Manchester United, Norwich City, Southampton, and Tottenham Hotspur, only 21 clubs entered, 5 from the 1st Division, and 16 from the 2nd Division. The competition was regionalised, and all ties were played midweek. Attendances were poor, again probably due to the lack of interest, particularly from 1st Division clubs, and many felt that the cup would die a quick death. The first final was between Chelsea and Manchester City and was played at Wembley on 23 March 1986, 24 hours after both clubs had played league games. Chelsea triumphed, beating their Manchester rivals 5-4 in a spectacular game thanks in part to a David Speedy hat-trick, the first one at Wembley since Jeff Hurst's effort in the 1966 World Cup final, before an attendance of 67,236 which belied the poor gates which dogged the earlier stages of the competition. The English Super Cup there was more interest in the English Super Cup due to the presence of the aforementioned European qualifiers, but that didn't translate into decent attendances, while Martin Edwards, chairman of Manchester United, commented that he hoped that the competition would only last for a year. However, the football was good despite the competing clubs fielding many second-string players, and there was a number of high-scoring games, particularly the two-legged all-Merseyside final in which Liverpool beat their neighbours Everton 7-2 on aggregate. 
However, the English Super Cup wasn't very popular with the clubs that took part. Most of the clubs fielded weakened teams, and because Liverpool and Everton were both neck and neck in both the first division title race and the FA Cup, both of which were won by Liverpool, who also reached the League Cup semi-finals, and the season had to end immediately after the FA Cup final due to the World Cup finals in Mexico, fixtures piled up and the Super Cup final was played in September after the start of the 1986-87 season, which brought an element of farce to it all. As a result, Martin Edwards got his wish and the English Super Cup was axed as unworkable, though a similar competition, the Mercantile Credit Centenary Trophy, was held early in the 1988-89 season to celebrate the 100th anniversary of the Football League and was won by Arsenal. But the full Members' Cup continued, and the 1986-87 competition saw all second division clubs enter, alongside 14 from the top flight, while the structure was switched from groups and then knockout to straight knockout. Although more teams entered, its popularity remained broadly the same, with gates still stubbornly low. Second Division Blackburn Rovers lifted the trophy, beating Charlton Athletic of the First Division 1-0 before 40,000 fans at Wembley, Rovers legend Colin Hendry getting the winner. The 1987-88 season once again saw an increase in the number of clubs entering to 40, with only four clubs missing out, Arsenal, Liverpool, Manchester United and Tottenham. Again, fans didn't seem too enamoured, but those that attended games will have been greatly entertained. 119 goals were scored during the competition, an average of 3.05 goals a game. The first round alone saw Manchester City beat Plymouth Argyle 6-2, Bradford City win 5-0 at Aston Villa, and Stoke City beat Portsmouth 3-0 at Fratton Park. Indeed, there was only one goalless match in the whole competition, a third-round tie between Leicester City and Stoke City at Filbert Street. The Potters progressed, beating the Foxes on penalties. The final saw 1st Division Luton Town face 2nd Division Reading. It was Reading's first-ever appearance at Wembley, and it was an enjoyable one, they hammered the Hatters 4-1. But the Royals didn't defend their crown the following season, they ended the season relegated to the 3rd Division. The Seymour Cup For the 1988-89 campaign, the full Members' Cup was branded the Seymour Cup following a sponsorship deal with the sportswear manufacturer. As with the previous season, 40 clubs entered, the same four clubs ducking out. And once again it rained goals, something which was to become a defining feature of the competition. The first round saw a number of remarkable ties. Birmingham City were thumped 6-0 away to City rivals Aston Villa. Plymouth Argyle lost 6-2 away from home for the second successive season, this time at Chelsea. First Division West Ham beat Second Division West Brom 5-2 at the Berlin ground. And Crystal Palace beat Walsall 4-2 in a six-goal thriller at Selhurst Park. This particular season saw a number of first division clubs take the competition seriously, and one of those was Brian Clough's Nottingham Forest who beat Everton, who, at the time, were one of English football's big guns, 4-3 after extra time in a brilliant and absorbing final at Wembley. That Forest should treat the Seymour Cup with respect was no great surprise. Brian Clough's first trophy as a manager was the Watney Cup with Derby County, a triumph that he always saw as important as it turned his team into winners, and he built another decent Forest team that he was looking to turn into a side that could compete for trophies. He will have seen the Seymour Cup as a great chance to put him on the path to silverware. The Zenith Data Systems Cup 
The following season saw the competition renamed again, this time becoming the Zenith Data Systems Cup. While its format was altered again, a regionalized knockout structure was adopted, and a further three first division clubs declined to enter. Chelsea lifted the trophy for a second time, beating second division Middlesbrough 1-0 in front of an attendance of 76,369 thanks to a superb free kick from Tony Dorigo. The regional knockout format was retained for the 1990-91 season, which saw English clubs, apart from Liverpool, return to European football, and goals returned in a big way. The Northern Section first round saw Barnsley win 5-3 at West Brom, while in the second round, Everton beat Blackburn Rovers 4-1 at Ewood Park, and an incredible tie at Bramble Lane saw Sheffield United hammer Oldham Athletic 7-2. Meanwhile, in the Southern Section, Luton Town thrashed West Ham 5-1 at Kenilworth Road, and Southampton dished out a 4-0 drubbing to QPR. Steve Capel had built a very good side at Crystal Palace and had taken them back to the First Division and an FA Cup final and he also took them to the Zenith Data Systems Cup final where they beat Everton 4-1 after extra time. The 1991-92 season was to be a landmark season as it signaled the end of the Football League as we knew it. The first division voted to break away and form the Premier League with the FA which was to start the following season. This reduced the Football League to just three divisions, and so was the death knell for the full Members' Cup. But the final year of the competition was to throw up some memorable games, the most remarkable of which came in the Northern Section first round which saw Tranmere Rovers host Kevin Keegan's Newcastle United. The tie finished 6-6 after extra time, with Tranmere progressing after winning a penalty shootout 3-2. Tranmere weren't done with the goals either, they drew Grimsby Town at home in the second round and ran out 5-1 winners. The rest of the knockout phase wasn't quite so dramatic, and the two regional qualifiers for the Wembley final were Nottingham Forest and Southampton. The two sides played out an entertaining game before a crowd of 67,688, with Forest lifting the trophy, beating the Saints 3-2 after extra time. It was the second time that they'd won it, and it was Brian Clough's final act as Forest manager. Twelve months later, they were relegated from the Premier League, while Clough himself retired. The Full Members' Cup was a competition designed to address a very specific set of circumstances, to try to mitigate a loss of revenue for clubs that would have competed in Europe between 1985 and 1992. Yet ironically, a number of the clubs that would have been affected never entered, perhaps deterred from doing so by the fixture congestion caused by the English Super Cup in 1986, and its subsequent poor management by the Football League. You would imagine that the possibility of a modern European ban is pretty remote and coupled with the fact that the Premier League is effectively divorced from the Football League in terms of administration and culture, the possibility of a similar competition being born again is probably close to zero. And if something was proposed, you can bet it would face opposition on the grounds of fixture congestion and similar levels of apathy that the Full Members' Cup faced. I guess it's safe to say that we'll never see the likes of the Full Members' Cup again. Thank you for listening to our Football Bloody Hell podcast on the Full Members' Cup. Please share this podcast with your fellow football-loving friends and family and don't forget to check out our shop where you can buy amazing, iconic framed artwork and high-quality t-shirts. Right now we have free shipping on all artwork orders. Simply head to footballbh.shop. That's footballbh.shop. Also, don't forget to check out all the written content on the site over at footballbh.net. Today's podcast was written by David Proudlove and narrated by Roger Tubble. We will be back soon with another short podcast for you to enjoy.